0: Serving up the strategies you need to build, market, and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your expertise. This is the Youpreneur Podcast, and here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Nothing is more important than building out that diversified portfolio, almost, of products, services, experience, whatever the case may be, for your people to get stuck into. Not only obviously to learn from you, but at the end of the day so that you can help them further whatever it is that you're all about for them directly. So I'm going to break down this week's episode into kind of four main strategies here when it comes to launching an online product or service. Now I will caveat this by saying I covered this subject really, really in depth inside the pages of Rise of the Upano, which is my book on this very subject. Uh, And if you haven't already picked up a copy, you should absolutely do so. You can go over to youpreneur.com forward slash book. Not only did I cover this topic Extremely in depth, but there's also a lot of different samples and things like email templates you can use. There's a sample launch guideline there as well, which takes you through a 10 day launch, too. So many, many people have um, reviewed this on Amazon or sent in personal messages or emails or whatever and said that this part of the book alone was worth the price of the book. And it's a what is it like? $13 or something. It's not a bad investment to make if you want to learn how to do this stuff properly. So youpreneur.com forward slash book if you want to dive a little deeper on this. So for me, the launching of our products and services are basically based around four main kind of sections. There's the pre-testing section. There is the it's kind of the recipe, so to speak, for the actual launch itself. There's you know the strategies that are t- kind of attached to those, those bits and pieces inside of the recipe. I guess the ingredients, you could call them. And then there's what happens post-launch, so after you've launched and how to keep the buzz going. And we'll go into that a little bit as well. So let's kind of paint the picture here, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit here. And we will start with the pre-testing side of things. So you've come up with you know, a new shiny business idea right? that you feel is going to be perfect for your community. But how do you know if people actually want it? How do you know, more importantly, that they're actually going to spend money on it? Well, the good news is that you don't need to launch your new offer to find out if it's going to sell. What you can do is is you can pre-test it to see if your idea is actually something that your audience is going to be interested in enough to be able to dip their hands into their PayPal accounts. Now, what do I mean by pre-testing? Well, it's one of the easiest ways that you can kind of handle this testing phase of building these products and these services within the ecosystem. And quite frankly, one of the easiest ways to do it is to do it via your email list. Now, these are people who are already interested in you and what you have to offer. So it's just a matter of explaining what you plan to offer them and then obviously asking them to hit reply if they like it, if you feel like your audience kind of hangs out mainly on Facebook, then you could also run some Facebook ads to see how they work as well. Likewise, if a lot of people are tuning in to your YouTube videos, for example, you can you know put a quick video up there and ask them to comment below the video in a timely fashion to get feedback from them as well. Another option is to dry test where you create a landing page for your new audience. Offer And what you do is actually put a buy now button on there and you make the clicks of that buy now button trackable so that when people click, you can then go ahead and ask them to join the wait list for when the product or the service is available. However, what I like doing here is a little ballsy, but what I like doing here is I like to do a full blown pre-sale Test. It's like that dry testing idea, which is a term, by the way, that is derived from the infomercial business, which I was involved with for a few years as a consultant. And basically, the dry test is when these infomercial companies will buy media time, they'll get the infomercial, they'll slam it up on to this, you know, to whatever TV channel that they are promoting this product on, but they won't actually buy product. They won't have anything sitting in the warehouse anywhere. And what they're doing is they want to see how many times the phones ring. If the phone rings off the hook for this, you know, for this new product that they're dry testing, then obviously they know it's going to be a winner. They'll buy more media time and they'll actually get stock to put into the warehouse to fulfill. Like us, we're tracking those links and we're getting people to sign up for the waitlist, right? But the ballsy pre-sale test Is really nice. What happens is when people press that buy now button, they do actually pay. There's a reason why it's called the ballsy pre-sale test, and that is you need to deliver very quickly and to be able to be clear with people about when they're going to see whatever it is that they've paid for, right? So if you're saying, well, yeah, this is a brand new product. I'm putting it together for you guys. You can buy it right now, but it won't be available for 30 days. So you'll have to pay now and then wait 30 days to get it, but you're getting it at this discounted rate, et cetera, et cetera. You have to be upfront with people. You can't just kind of keep them in the dark, so to speak, right? So there you go. That's your pre-testing, the validation phase, so to speak, of launching your online Course, or just any kind of product, or whatever it is. I will say, as a quick caveat here, a fantastic book on this particular subject in terms of validation and testing is a book called Will It Fly by my buddy Pat Flynn. It's a great book that he wrote specifically on this topic of actually validating and testing ideas. Honestly, it's a little long. You probably don't need to read the entire thing, but there's some good stuff in there that you can gleam out and add into what I'm teaching you today. Now, the second section here on launching an online product is the actual launch itself and the recipe, the ingredients behind that. So once your idea has passed its pre-test, right, and we want it, passing, you know, passing rather with, with flying colors here, what we need to do then is, you know, ultimately put it out into the world. It's time to prepare for launch itself. Your product launch needs to create three things in order to make it. A success. The first one is to create excitement. You need to treat your launch like the event that it actually is. You want your audience and your peers to talk about it. You've got to spread the word early with some teasers, create a wait list for people to sign up to, use social media, use your email list, really plan out a full marketing campaign that can genuinely build that buzz a good month or so a good month or so before the actual launch of whatever it is that you're getting out into the world. The second kind of secret source ingredients here is to create urgency. You need to create urgency so that customers don't, you know, kind of wait to buy, or even worse, they never make the purchase at all, right? So you've got to hold a limited time launch, So a limited time launch ultimately means that doors will close to the offer at some point. And after that point, no one can buy it. You can also use scarcity here, maybe like offering a bit of an early bird promo price or something along those lines before the price goes up. So you can have several mini launches as part of that main launch and that cart closing down. Ultimately, what we want to be doing here is we want to build that FOMO, that fear of missing out for your audience to make them feel as if you're offering them a really good deal and they need to act now. Otherwise, they miss out. That simple. Now, the third ingredient here is engagement. You want your audience to be as engaged with your product launch as possible possible. And this means keeping the conversation with them going over a period of time, whether it be via email or specifically for engagement, social media. So you've got to get involved in the conversations, even if it just means thanking them for mentioning your brand or your product. It also means you need to put yourself out there. Now, I know some people want to be on the back end of their business. It doesn't work if you want to be launching products and services online. You've got to get yourself out there. You've got to look for opportunities for interviews, whether it's on a podcast or maybe somebody's Facebook Live or even in traditional media for that matter as well. Share your story, tell it in a way that people can relate to, and people will be happy to click whatever link you're giving them so they can learn more about how you can actually help them. This is the Uprenna FM podcast with Chris Ducker. Now, after all that's taken place, we go to the actual launch strategies themselves. So when it comes to the actual launch, there are so many strategies out there that you can use. Um, it all really, however, comes down to you and your style, right? One of my favorite strategies is creating launch bundles by packaging some goodies into the launch itself to give people who buy during your launch an even better deal. Now, during a standard 10-day launch, for example, you'll probably experience a lull, right? A little bit of a dip in sales around that five to seven-day period. So what will happen is you'll launch straight out of the gate. The quick action takers will jump all over the offer straight away, and you'll get a big spike in sale in the first 48 hours. Then things will dip a little bit, okay? Okay. But then towards the end of the launch, everything else will kick off all over again as the tire kickers realize how much of a great deal it is that you're presenting in front of them and they want to jump all over it, right? So that little lull period in the middle, don't worry about it. It happens to everyone, including us here at Upener as well. What you can do, though, is that you can counteract that little middle lull there with a mid-launch bonus. So the way this basically works is in the middle of the launch, you will pop up and you'll say to everyone who buys in the next 48 hours, we'll also get this additional bonus. All right. Now, you've got to understand, obviously, you've got to give this bonus to everybody that's already purchased as well. Otherwise, you're going to have some upset customers. But what happens is by presenting this bonus mid-launch, it gives you something new to talk about in the middle of the launch to get more eyeballs or to get eyeballs back on that launch as a whole. So it's a great, great strategy to be able to just add a little bit more value in the middle of the launch and to be able to, even if you're bringing in a handful or two of new sales, this is a good thing at this point in the launch because traditionally it's very quiet. Early access is another really good tactic that you can use as well by giving a select number of people early access to the product or the service. You can also then ask them for a testimonial and then share those testimonials as social proof during the end of the launch as well. And obviously this, in turn, will boost the confidence of your audience and they'll end up buying more from you anyway. So early access is another really good uh, kind of strategy to use to be able to, like I said, get those testimonials in. And we all need real high-quality testimonials as well. Remember, testimonials are one of the biggest objection handlers that we have. A lot of people will come up with objections as part of the buying process. But if we've already handled those objections by presenting testimonials and case studies to them that people really get an understand and can relate to, then that objection is no longer an objection. Now. Here's the other thing. The next tactic isn't necessarily for everyone. Some entrepreneurs find it really effective and others absolutely despise it. And that strategy is the closed door strategy. this is the closed door strategy is basically where you set a day when you close the doors to your audience and nobody else will be able to buy. If they've missed out for whatever reason they might throw at you, they cannot die. Now, On one hand, this kind of urgency can really drive up sales, but you need to make sure that you stick to your word and that you aren't tempted to let people in post-deadline. Because on the other hand, for those that have taken the action and jumped on board before the deadline came about, you don't want to upset anybody, right? So there's a handful of strategies there in regards to the launch itself Um, that will hopefully help you kind of kickstart everything that you're doing with your next launch. I say the big thing for me right here, above me on everything, is to make the launch a genuine event. You want to get it to the point with your community, no matter where they see you over that launch period, no matter where it is, that it's very clear that you are in the middle of a launch, you've got something of value to provide, and that there is a reason why they need to click whatever link you're providing them to go and check it out. After you've pulled off that successful launch that you're going to pull off, you it a little bit, maybe on your own, a little happy dance, never hurt nobody in your home office, uh, or maybe you celebrate with your team a little bit, it's time then to use that momentum to keep the buzz going. Now, just because... You, you have your audience on the hook, so to speak, it doesn't mean that you can stop there. This is where you can use social media to keep the conversation going even further. You can also repost what your buyers have been saying about you and your new product and your service, or you can even run a contest for your audience to feature your product out in the wild a little bit more. Now, obviously, this only works if you have a open door strategy and that product and service is available all the time and not a closed door strategy where those doors will be closing down and nobody will be able to buy anymore. So keep that in mind. The post-launch period is also a really great time for you to truly nurture relationships specifically with your new customers. So reach out to them personally to thank them or even offer customized suggestions on how they can use your product or your service to really go way beyond their expectations. One of the services that we like to use to be able to reach out to people, particularly in the infancy of working with people, is an app called Bonjoro. A Bonjoro allows you to be able to record very short video messages which are then sent via email. And you do this all via your smartphone. So you don't have to log in online or get a webcam set up or anything like that. It's all done via your phone. If you want to go ahead and check it out, you can head over to youpreneur.com forward slash bonjoro for a special offer and to get going with them. I love this company. I love their ethos. I love everything about them. They're a fantastic, fun bunch of people to work with, and we've been doing so for a good few years already. So go check them out and uh, tell them that Youpreneur sent you over. Now, to wrap up here, I will say that not all feedback that you get after a launch is going to be good feedback. But you do have to try to separate yourself away from the sting, shall we say, of getting bad bits of feedback and really examine actually what your audience is saying to be able to see what you can do better for your next launch Did it hit and miss a little bit? Was the product that was served up maybe not quite as strong from a sales copy perspective as you initially thought it was? Or maybe you should have spent a little bit more time validating the pain points and those features and benefits of whatever it was that you were selling so that it hit with your audience a little bit better. I'd love to know what your favorite launch tactic or two was in this episode. So if you want to reach out to me on social, I'm at Chris Ducker on all the social platforms. Please go ahead and do that. And make sure you use the hashtag UpanaFM as well, so I know you've come directly from the podcast. It was great to be with you again this week. I hope you got a ton of value out of this week's episode. It's always a topic we get asked a lot of questions on, and uh, I'm very, very happy to talk about this until the proverbial cows come all the way Home And I'll be back at again next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Youpreneur podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you haven't already checked out our expertise monetization bundle, then you need to. In the bundle, we've included all the best swipe and deploy blueprints that we use ourselves in growing our businesses so that you can move your business further Faster and avoid wasting time on the activities that, quite frankly, don't help you grow. Everything from growing your email list to developing products to sell and how to market them to your perfect customers is included and a host of other stuff as well. Just visit youpreneur.com forward slash bundle for more info and to get the jump start on your growth today.